if you're planning, thinking about, or even dreaming of renovating or adding on to your house in the future, I think it's a bad idea for you to replace your siding, roofing, or windows years before you take on that big project. Hi everyone, my name is Chris Novelli. I am the principal owner of N3 Architecture based out of Hopedale, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Home Design Academy podcast where I help people understand design and construction so that they can make better decisions on their projects and communicate more effectively with their architects and contractors. So welcome to episode 32 of the Home Design Academy podcast. And today I wanted to have a quick discussion or let's call it a public service announcement on why I think it's a bad idea for you to replace your windows or replace your siding or your roofing if you're planning a major renovation addition project in the foreseeable future. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say visit n3architecture.com for more information. Please email your questions to chris at n3architecture.com. I would love to help you out with any problems that you're having regarding your project or any questions that you may have in on in regards to architecture or construction in general. Uh, Just last week, I had a few people email me and I was able to help them out with some things that they were struggling with. So feel free to do the same, chris at n3architecture.com. Or if you've liked this episode or if you've liked any other of my other episodes, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or Instagram and tell me what you liked about them. Or even just send me a message and just say hi. It's always nice to hear from people who listen to the show. And so you can find me on Twitter at ArchitectureN3 and on Instagram at N3Architecture. But, you know, if you just search up my name and N3Architecture, you should be able to find me on all social media channels. Um, and just a reminder, uh, the ebook uh, that I'm writing about what to expect during your design and construction project is expected to be released this fall. This is going to be good information for anyone who's planning a project. And there's lots of things to think about before you even start to pull the, pr- pull the trigger on buying land or designing your house or working with an architect. So stay tuned for that. So on to today's topic, window, siding, and roofing replacement. It's probably going to be a quick episode today because I'm going to offer my point of view and you know, if you disagree, feel free to let me know. But I just wanted to say that there's this one thing that I see so often is that people have been living in their homes for 10, 15, 25 years. And they like to do projects along the way. Of course, they want you want to keep your home nice. You want to keep do the upkeep. So every once in a while, you, you replace your siding. Every once in a while, maybe every 20 years, you'll replace your windows or you'll replace your roof as it needs it. And what ends up happening as you do these projects, especially the exterior projects, as you do them over time, and it always seems to work out that the windows and siding and roofing are replaced a couple years before a major renovation or addition project is is taken on and i just always ask myself why i mean unless there's a a roof leak or a window is so badly damaged if you know 
that you're going to be doing a major project in the future, you know, whether it's two years in the future or five years in the future, you seriously should be waiting to do those window siding roofing jobs. And of course, I get it. You know, you're not going to be predicting the future. You just want to have your windows replaced and you don't really know that if you're going to do a major project in the future or not. But on the other hand, if you are thinking about a major project, chances are you didn't just wake up one morning and say, I want to put an addition on my house. You've probably been thinking about it for a long time. And so if you're thinking about it and dreaming about it, don't replace your siding, roofing, or windows. There are many problems when you do this. First off, if you replace any of those items and then you put an addition onto the house in the future, you run the risk about not being able to match. You know, if you put a siding color on, maybe you won't be able to get the same siding color. Or, you know, if you're, heaven forbid, if you're using vinyl siding and it's a dark vinyl siding color and then you let it sit out in out there for five years and then you do a major addition project, well, guess what? That that dark siding color is has been faded and then now what do you do? Do you replace the work that you that you already put on? Or do you choose a contrasting color and have a two-colored house? Which, you know, can work with the right design. And sometimes you might not even be able to get the same color. Sometimes the manufacturers will just discontinue a color. Or sometimes the product manufacturer will discontinue an entire product line. And this goes for the roofing and the windows as well. And then other times... There's just an issue with availability. And maybe you use one type of window when you replace them on the, on your existing house, but then those windows, there's a long lead time when you go to put the addition on, and then you have two different types of windows. The next thing that I want you to think about is the small contractors that you typically do this type of work. Oftentimes, they're not using the best products. Or worse, they're using outdated construction methods. And you can see, I think, episodes... 11, 12, and 13, where I talk about windows, I talk about siding, and I talk about roofing. And then also, even episode 9, where I talk about alternative exterior wall construction methods. And so one of the things that you'll hear me say over and over and over again is to invest the most amount of money possible into the best exterior products and systems. Your goal should not be the cheapest possible construction price. Your goal should not be the cheapest possible price on siding or the cheapest possible price on windows because guess what? You're going to get the worst performing building material. And so you're putting the worst performing materials, the cheapest materials on the part of your house that's supposed to keep out the weather or keep out the, the heat or the cold. I mean, come on, use your head. And sorry to all the small firm contractors out there who make a living doing this type of work. This is not a knock on you, but it's true. For the most part, you will never see one of these contractors installing uh, siding over a vented rain screen system. Or you'll see them using the cheapest possible house wrap to meet their code requirements rather than a true weather resistance barrier. Or you'll never see them installing or even recommending putting exterior rigid insulation before uh, replacing the siding because they just want the quick turnaround. They want to be in, rip the old siding off, put up the new vinyl siding, be in and out in a couple days. And that's their method of, of 
making money and it's great for them and maybe it works for some people but if you are listening to this podcast hopefully you think differently and want to use better systems that will last longer and perform better and so do you want to just call up uh abc vinyl windows from down the street who can give you a a buy four windows get the fifth one free discount or do you want to put in the good windows that will actually perform and last a long time The next thing I want you to consider is that when you do work as part of a larger project, you will most often get a better price rather than doing the the pieces of the projects piecemeal, right? Rather than doing the, the windows this year and the siding the year after that and then the roofing the year after that and then the addition three years down the line, you're gonna end up paying more if you do it that way rather than doing it as one big project. And this is just the nature of construction. And a lot of homeowners don't understand this because they tend to productize things and commoditize things. And most homeowners will understand that if you run into the grocery store for a gallon of milk, that gallon of milk is gonna cost you the same if you're just buying that one item or the gallon of milk will cost the same if you buy everything on your grocery list, right? The amount of stuff that you buy at the grocery store doesn't change that gallon of milk. But for building and construction, there is an economy of scale. And when you purchase larger quantities, not only can you get a better price on the product, but you're probably also gonna get a better price on the labor to install it. And larger larger contractors might have access to even better pricing than the smaller firms because they maybe they're placing orders for three or four projects at a time and they can get that economy of scale from the manufacturer and then give in turn give you a better price rather than the smaller guy who's ordering a small quantity uh, of product in general and then an even smaller quantity of work for just your house. But the real savings, as I mentioned a minute ago, the real savings comes from the labor. If you hire a contractor to do a small amount of work, it's going to cost you so much more in labor in dollars per hour or whatever you want to calculate it as rather than having that same contractor or that same firm do a larger portion of work. So homeowners, you run into this issue where you've spent thousands of dollars on new siding and thousands of dollars on new windows and thousands of dollars on new roofing. And then a few years later, when you want to renovate or put an addition on your house, you call up an architect or you maybe you're just working with a builder and you're left with the options of either you continue to use that underperforming product uh, on the new addition and potentially not having it match between the new and the existing? Or what do you do? Do you rip it all off? Do you rip all off all that siding that you just replaced two years ago and throw it away? Is something that you recently just spent a lot of money on, you're just gonna rip it off and throw it away? So here's my opinion. If you have any desire to renovate or to put an addition onto your house anytime in the next five plus years, five to 10 years, if it's on your mind, and you can hold off on replacing those exterior items, I say that you wait. I mean, unless there are major problems, such as your roof is leaking or your windows are completely failing, and at that point, I might even suggest maybe you should reach out to an architect or maybe you should reach out to a contractor and 
that you might want to work with in the future and get their advice. Right. Are you an architect or an architecture student? I wanted to talk to you about Entree Architect. Entree Architect is a blog, it's a podcast, it's a private Facebook group, it's a membership group and an, and an academy. It is a place where small firm architects, large firm architects, and students can come to discuss all things architecture, to ask questions, and to get valuable resources and opinions from the people who have lived through it. So some of these resources that Entree Architect has are downloadable documents that you can customize and start using in your firm today. Becoming a member of the Entree Architect Academy gives you access to the monthly expert training sessions, including all of the replays from all of the previous expert training sessions. And this is a great asset. There are also mastermind groups that you can join. Uh, and brainstorm business ideas with like-minded professionals and you can have the accountability you need to improve your firm. So I mentioned this before, I worked in firms for 21 years before I launched N3 Architecture and had I joined and taken advantage of all that Entree Architect has to offer, I would have started my firm years ago. So if any of this interests you, if you're the owner of a small firm or if you are an employee who dreams of one day starting a firm or even if you're just a student who wants to learn the business side of architecture that they don't teach you in school, I want you to go to n3architecture.com. I want you to go to the resource pages and then there you'll find a link which will take you to the membership site. Don't wait, do it today. Okay, I want to have a quick check-in on Project 47 and Project 48. So let's start with Project 47. As a reminder, this is a renovation and addition project for a client who are nearing retirement age and want to stay in their family home, but they want to improve it for the future as the age and improve the way it functions for when their large extended family comes to visit. So when we last left off, I was presenting uh, multiple preliminary conceptual hand-sketched hand options for the client. And as I noted before, sometimes I'll use these hand-sketches from the floor plans and the exterior views in these very early stages as that provides a looseness to the, to the design. It's easier uh, to mentally suggest changes because it doesn't appear as a final product like the hard line uh, computer drawings do and the photorealistic renderings do. So after about two weeks or so of the client digesting all the design options that I gave them, we held um, another meeting to review what they liked and what they didn't like. And as often is the case, they liked elements of multiple different options, such as the kitchen layout from option one combined with the bedroom suite from option three or maybe the exterior treatment from option four. And so now I'm in the process of taking all those hand-drawn sketches and the feedback that was provided and I'm going to combine those into about two hard line detailed 
uh, 3D computer models. This will give the clients a much better spatial understanding of the design options. And then we can go from there, have another round of, of meetings to discuss what they like and then what they don't like. And then finally, we'll probably be in a couple of weeks finalizing the design and ready to move forward. As for project number 48, as a reminder, this is a project for a couple with young children who needed an additional space. And the, just based upon the current real estate market, it's less economical to sell and then purchase another house. So they opted to expand their existing house. And this property is small and there is no way to expand other than up. So we're going to be putting in a, and we're going to be adding a second floor level um, and raising the roof and putting on dormers and all that stuff. And so prior to hiring me uh, to do the work, they met with a contractor who suggested adding many dormers to the existing roof to utilize the attic space. And oftentimes this would be a good suggestion, but here that presents many different problems with just putting dormers on. It presents headroom problems. It prevents egress problems and some other things. So I've just finished up uh, two different design options for them that have two different approaches to solving the problems. And so I'm going to be meeting with them very soon to review. And then just like most projects, I'm anticipating that there'll be things that they like and don't like about both of these two options. So stay tuned for more information on that. So that wraps up another episode of the Home Design Academy podcast. I know it was a quick one today, but I just really wanted to express my thoughts about why you should hold off on replacing your windows, siding, and roofing if you're going to be doing a major project down the road. So I hope you learned something today, and I hope you enjoyed yourself. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review on the Apple Podcast Player or whatever podcast player of choice that allows you to leave reviews. Please visit n3architecture.com for more information. Email your questions to chris at n3architecture.com or just hit me up on Twitter or Instagram even just to say hi. Search for n3architecture and you're going to be able to find me. So if you're an architect or an architecture student, consider becoming a member of Entree Architect. You won't regret it. Just go to n3architecture.com resources for more information. Thank you, everyone, and I will see you in the next episode.